Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. <laughs> Wine. I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> 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 Hello, and welcome to the official Broadway Sid podcast where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and look out for the column because we're at the fountain. Don't know where you leave off, but we'll be laughing all the way to the bank. But if this is for Susan, then sing Rita's song to break it up. What's the dirt? Don't look now, but what if I cannot hear the city? What I can do is smell that sweet success. Joining us today are the usual JJs who can get you in, including Kevin, One Track Mind, Jager. I mean, that's very true. (laughs) Kimberly, our welcome to the night game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour. Hello. It is daylight. It is daylight. Um, maybe throughout this, we'll see the, the sun go down. But um, <laughs> make sure my window's in view. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, and with us today is the owner uh, of LSG Public Relations and an FSU alum. Yes! Let's, let's give a big broad-waisted welcome to friend of the show. Friend, friend of the show. Lisa Goldberg. F-L-O-R-I-D-A-S-T-A-T-E. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Of Wait, course. Now, Kevin, did you go to FSU? I did. Oh, how did I never know this? I don't know. I I, I didn't know that you went there. Yeah, I was a 2007 graduate. I went to the school voice. Um. Yeah, me too, 2007. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. We were in college at the same. That's amazing. No. No, no, we were not. <laughs> <laughs> I went with it. I was going there. You really played that. I appreciate it. That, felt, that was very your brand, Kevin. I tried. <laughs> um, well, Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we're super excited to have you. Uh, we, I feel like there's so much we could possibly talk about. Um, but first, as we always talk about, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? So um, I guess in honor of Florida State, I'm doing a little, uh, uh, well, now I forgot the name of it. Hold on. See, this is what happens during a pandemic and drinking <laughs> and no food. Uh, no, redneck, I'm doing a little Redneck Riviera. So I'm doing um, Tito's Vodka and um, Crystal Light. Thank you. Nice, beautiful. Yes. Great. Kevin, we'll we'll stay we'll stay in Florida. Kevin, what are you? What are no, you? No, no, I have to go get mine because it's in the freezer. Oh, 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 Kimberly, what are you drinking? Oh, just a gin and tonic with a splash of mango margarita mix. That's your new thing. What's it called? Oh, should I name it? Well, name it and then put it on Instagram with all the other stuff you're putting on Instagram. Oh, that's true. I just keep calling it. Everybody loves of the mango. Sure. <laughs> Because apparently um, I'm the only one that loves that Chris Kattan sketch. <laughs> I love mango. Kevin, did you did you like freeze a bottle of Hudson whiskey? Yeah, I got it like the beginning of quarantine and drank a good amount. And then I forgot that I had it until today when I finally ran out of frozen vegetables. And so I saw it there and I was like, oh, I have whiskey left. This is perfect. We have broad wasted. So I'm going to drink some of this Hudson maple calf rye whiskey. That's really good. That's amazing. That's nice. Um, I have so I I went back into our office to clean out my stuff. 
My gin. So I have all your gin, which I'll get to at some point. But I got all of our cups. <laughs> um, so I have my wood, this waitress cup. And my new thing is Milagro. Well, that's not my new thing. But I love using Milagro tequila. Um, what I do is I do Milagro tequila, um, some lime juice or fresh squeezes of lime, and then whatever seltzer I have on hand. Um, right now it's peach seltzer. Um, so that's in here. And then... Um, Every once in a while, I'll throw something else, like a little spicy, maybe jalapenos or something in there. But right now, it's the peach seltzer, Milagro tequila, and the lime juice. Yeah. You guys are schmancy. We try. We try. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Um, so um, let's start with what's your favorite musical? Of all time? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh that's like an impossible question. You, could, um, okay. you could break it down by category. We will, we will accept that. <laughs> well, okay. I'll say favorites. Um, o- original ragtime for mm. sure. One of the greatest things ever. I mean, I think like really Les Mis, like original Les Mis, you know, when sure. I was a kid. Um, I think City of Angels is one of the best shows ever. Oh, I know. And the, uh, not to be a downer, but they just closed the London uh, production, which was supposed to be incredible. Yeah, I heard that. But I also saw David Zippel tweet that it may or may not be closed now. So oh, I really? Oh, I think good, that's good a news. Yeah, I think okay. that's oh. um, Kiss of the Spider Woman is another one that oh, I yeah. absolutely love. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those I are, think those were my top. Those are and great. Memphis, Memphis is one of my favorite shows. Sure. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, those are, I don't know if we've ever, I don't know if anyone's actually ever said Kiss of the Spider-Woman. Oh. Really? Yeah, we've talked about it on this show. We, we're, I'm a, per, I love it. I, I don't know. I forget if you've actually seen it, Kevin and Kimberly. No, I've heard the music. I love it, like, from the album, but I It's so good. Oh, it was so amazing, and, um, yeah, and it was just like Cheetah and then Vanessa Williams with like Stoke 12 of the hottest ensemble chorus boys in the yeah. history of the land. And and for me being a straight girl, um, at that time, I was very involved <laughs> with, that, <laughs> with that chorus line. <laughs> but, um, so let's go back to what you do now. You're in PR um, we, we all hear the words PR. We, we, we all think we know what PR is. Um, but like, can you do a little like rundown of this, I guess, even pre pandemic, current pandemic, like what your responsibilities are kind of talk through. We, we've never really talked about that side of the business here on Broadway State, And we'd love for you to frame it a little bit better for our listeners. Sure. Um, I mean, in the most simplest terms, it really is anytime you see an interview with any kind of actor or creative or even now producers, anybody um, with an interview online or a podcast like this or on a television show or on the talk shows, any of that is done by a publicist, whether it's a publicist for the show or if we're talking about TV and film, you know, it's a publicist for the network or the studio or it's a personal publicist like me. And, um, you know, they used to call us publicity agents So, you know, I think that helps explain a little bit more, but there's, there's not a way in general for someone to have an interview without a publicist behind it in some fashion. Mm -hmm. Now, normally, 
Now, the two types you talked about are kind of like the the uh, like a pub a publicist for an individual, regardless of what project they do. Like they kind of hire them as like for their brand, their, who they are. And then there's the like company publicist or something like that, like a brand publicist. Can you can you go into kind of the differences of those two and and kind of what would um, sure how that um, works. Well, every every Broadway show has a company of publicists that work for the show as a whole. Um, so they are technically hired by the producers and working for the producers. And their job is to promote that show as a whole as much as possible, not necessarily one individual specifically over another. Um, Whereas if you're a personal publicist, like you said, you're hired by an individual to only promote them and their brand. Um, that doesn't mean you're not also promoting the project that they're in and mm -hmm. the Broadway show that they're in. But your goal is to, if somebody is going to be on the Today Show for representing that show, you know, you, you want it to be your client versus sure. someone else in the show. I mean, yeah. it's just the way it is. Um, and the good personal publicists, you know, are very close with the show publicists and work side by side. And it's, it's a team effort. Um, cause you know, in theory, anything we do as personal publicists helps them out, um, as the show as a whole being promoted and vice versa. Sure. Um, so you have done a lot and, um, we wanted to talk about some of your coolest experiences in this PR world. Like what are some memorable experiences, which was an opportunity given to you through what you do? Um, you know, whether it's um, specific moments or um, just an opportunity to meet someone you thought you'd never meet, things of that nature. What, what has really stood out in your career for you? Gosh, I mean, I, I've been really lucky that I've done a, a lot of cool, and I'm going to curse here on purpose, so Carmen gets a shout out. No! <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I mean, this is going to be so obnoxiously name dropping, though. You've just set it up. No, I set you up. <laughs> most I, obnoxious person. So I will take that. responsibility. Any <laughs> name drop in these next stories is 100% my fault. I'm taking, I'm taking responsibility. Ryan will catch each name drop. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I would have to say um, I had the privilege of being able to go to the White House four separate times during wow. the Obama administration um, with both Chad Kimball and Montego Glover. Cool. Um, and that was amazing. We got to meet the president multiple times. I have multiple pictures with him and with Teagues in it as well. And there's kind of one where, you know, you go through this line and, and, and you're shaking hands with everyone. There's a White House photographer there who snaps a picture of each of you as you go through. And, and Teagues went through first and got hers and I was right behind her. And so there's kind of a great picture that I have framed and used a lot that where I'm shaking President Obama's hand and Teagues is like, Photo bombing the Carmen Show! out of it behind <laughs> it, and just this epic smile behind me. So it's almost like you can't help but just look at Montego in my picture. <laughs> That's amazing. But, um, I would say also like again, this is Montego. We've kind of had some really great times. Um, you know, we, she was uh, on the committee for the Kennedy Center Honors for years and would take me as her plus one. And uh, growing up, that was one of my favorite things I look forward to watching on television every year. 
So I was thrilled to be able to see it in person at all. Cool. Never mind the year, the first year we went, it was something like, um, oh, I have the thing. It was um, Led Zeppelin, Buddy Guy, Dustin Hoffman, David Letterman, and Natalia Makarova. So it was Damn. as if somebody had said to me, you know, who are the five people slash band that you would want to meet in person and just hang out drinking with and partying with and, you know, shooting the blank with? Um, <laughs> these, these would be it. Like, it, it was the most amazing experience. I mean, we were, you know, hanging out. <laughs> we were hanging out with Jimmy Page in the hotel bar. Wow, it's that's just, so crazy. Yeah, it's like, it was the most fun, craziest celebrity bar mitzvah weekend you've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's such um, a good way to put it. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so let's play a game. Okay. Sure. Oh, and just so you know, you had, I think I counted um, <laughs> nine name drops if you include Jimmy Page as an individual, even though you said uh, it can be doubled, <laughs> but I, I, I'll count it as, as two, so that's nine. Okay, great. Ten if I Kennedy, mean, I'm sure I can get at least 40 more in. Yeah, if we need uh, ten, ten, ten if Kennedy counts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I figured we would just play a little round of Dirty Hands on a Hard Body. Great which is a categories game. So we will go around <clears throat> with a category. You have two virtual hands on a table um, and then sort of rapid fire name things in that category. If you stumble, mess up, repeat, you get one hand up. If you have two hands up, you're out. Okay. I might as well just put two hands up right now. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. The first category is names that you just dropped. Oh, but I won't remember. <laughs> no, um, we'll just start with one, one, uh, one uh, musicals with one uh, musicals one with word one word titles. titles. Yeah, and then we're all in a different order on each other's screens. So my screen would go Brian, me, Kevin, Lisa. Okay. Okay. If that works. Okay. I get to be last. Fantastic. Okay. Great. <laughs> um, and Brian, you start because you're the like. Top square on my screen. Sure. Um, Annie. Memphis. Hamilton. Ragtime. Titanic. Wicked. Oliver. Yeah, a hand up. (laughs) (laughs) You get to pick a category. Oh, because I screwed up, I get to pick category? Mm -hmm. This is a forgiving game. (laughs) Then I'm going to go back to Brian's original category, Names I Dropped in the <laughs> segment. Yes. Great. No, no, no. Okay, it has to be a musical theater one. Um, yeah, it doesn't have to be musical theater. Can be oh, it Yeah. Okay. Um, well, a favorite pandemic food? Oh, yeah, great one. Brian, you begin again. Oh, sure. Oreos. DiGiorno pizza. Good one. Chips and salsa. Hamburger patties. Cheese. Chicken patties. Um, Chinese food. Ooh, chicken nuggets. Mozzarella sticks. Ooh, disco fries. 
Peanut butter and a spoon. Good oh, one. I totally eat that. <laughs> okay, any fries whatsoever. Um, tacos. Mm, sourdough bread. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, Only if you made it. I did. Uh, banana bread. Yeah. Um, um, gluten-free cookies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, carrots. What? Like, are you dipping hummus? I only I want understand. to use one. Sure. Um, someone already said cheese. Yes. All of my vices have been made. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my turn. Mm-hmm. Musicals. I'm just using our Twitter feed for inspiration. So musicals with a place in the title. Oh my god, I'm gonna be so bad at this. I feel like I will be too. So I just really screwed myself here. <laughs> Kevin, you start. All right, I start. Um, uh, Brigadoon. Oklahoma. Fiddler on the Roof. Light in the Piazza. Shenandoah. Oh. Yeah. I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you choose for us. Uh, Okay. Uh, For you guys, let's see. Um, Favorite leading man in a musical. What, well, favorites. Can we do that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Wait, so are we doing characters or uh, actors? Well, I was going to say pe- actual actors. Cool. But cool. Yeah, we, could do, we could do characters, except for I'll be like, you know, it was the guy in the... <laughs> <laughs> he has this song at the top of Act 2. <laughs> we can do actors. Oh, do I start? Oh, Brian starts. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you have two hands up now, right? Oh, yeah, I'm out. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Brian Stokes Mitchell. Oh, so I was going to say. He's all of our favorites. I know. <laughs> uh, Jason Danielli. Uh, um, uh, Norm Lewis. Mm. Michael, Michael Cerverus. Joshua okay. Henry. Mm. Uh, Jay Armstrong Johnston. This is a stretch, but Harvey Firestein. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's good. He yeah. won a Tony for it. He did. Yeah, on the Tevia track, Alfred Molina. <laughs> <laughs> the Tevia track. Uh, uh, uh. Um, uh, Hugh Jackman. Oh, good one. Nathan Lane. Yule Brenner. Damn. Oh, ooh, yeah. Um, uh... Patrick Wilson. Good one. Uh, Norbert Leo Butts. So good. Robert Moore. <laughs> um, use the show cards to my left. <laughs> no, you probably you probably filtered out all of those. <laughs> um, yeah, my hands up. Okay. My brain just went blank. Well, Kevin, now you choose. Uh, category is. Disney animated film, female villains. 
Okay. <laughs> sure. Um, Does everyone have a hand up? No, I don't. Okay. Maleficent. The evil queen. Uh, Cruella Deville. <laughs> You're on a first name basis. Yeah, it's like I have <laughs> Uh, M- 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 Mama Murphy. What? I don't Ooh. remember Donna Murphy's character's name in town. <laughs> oh, Gothel's Lady Gothel. Damn, it's too late. But damn, Mother Gothel. Mother Gothel's. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I love I am Mama Murphy. <laughs> Mama Murphy. Mama Murphy. Oh my god, we all have one hand up, so let's just do one for the win. Yeah, sure. And, and if you get. Like the, we keep going even if you go co- go out. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so I choose, I choose, d- biography jukebox musicals. Oh God! Okay. Does that make sense to everybody? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Summer, Madonna Summer musical. Sure. Um, Ain't too proud. Jersey Boys. Um. Um, three hair, two, one. <laughs> no, <laughs> all right. Um, go back to me. So now, it's, so now it's just me and you. Um, oh, it's uh, Tina Turner. <laughs> I, I, uh, 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 Tina, I'm gonna use Tina. Um, <laughs> I can only think of all shook up, and I know that that's not no, about, them. yeah. <laughs> oh, but it's not a biography one, though. Right, no, right. Brian wins. Oh, you must share mm. or a million dollar quartet. Oh. Those are the two I had in my head before I had yeah. the full. Um, cool. Well, that, body. that was fun. That always is fun. Um, so, um, what is. Do you have a? I know you've seen like a million shows. Do you have? A, it doesn't have to be your favorite one, but do you have a favorite experience seeing a show? Whether it's one specific show um, performance for a specific reason, or whether it's just a show that like you didn't know anything about and just like left you breathless, even though you may not rank it in your favorite shows that we talked about earlier. Yeah, it was re- more recently actually. I went and saw Three Tall Women. Mm. And I had never read it, and I really didn't know much about it. I have am ashamed to admit. And um, so I went in pretty blind. And we were sitting on the very front row of the theater. Ooh. And that was such a tiny theater. So we were, like, on top of, you know, the actors. And I was so, like, prison shanked in the gut over mm. that play that I was hysterically sobbing towards the end sure. to the point where Lori Metcalf looked at me because I was right in front of her face, name drop. And um, <laughs> she, um, she was like, she like pointed at me and was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the person I was with was like, you have got to get it together. And, you know, you've got to go to the ladies room or something. I mean, I was, hysterical and then i cried for about two more days after that mm. show i've never been that moved by something well con- conversely kevin and i saw that in the last row of the theater we did <laughs> <laughs> but it's, and, i had the same kind of experience 
Well, I mean, you know, I was somebody's, I was Charlotte St. Martin's plus one. Mm. So, um, Miss St. Martin hooked me up with a, a good seat and then I proceeded to sob all over her. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good friend. That's amazing. Um, that's can a you, great one. Can you talk a bit about how, because uh, we hear a lot about how actors go to school or sometimes don't and they go straight to auditions and then they build a career. Like, how did you become, get onto this path of PR and everything that you're doing now? Um, well, mine is an odd one. Um, I was actually a dancer doing Broadway shows, national tours, all that before this. I went to Florida State on a dance scholarship and minored in voice. And all I ever wanted to be growing I was a very serious ballet dancer growing up, but also studied um, voice and acting. And all I wanted to be was on Broadway. And uh, I quit school after my sophomore year and moved up to New York when I was 20 and booked my first national tour about six months later, which was a tour of Oklahoma, which is why that's the only one I knew. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so I was working uh, for quite a while. And then, uh, you know, life happens and I got sick for a while and I couldn't dance anymore. And when I finally was well again, physically, um, you know, a couple of years had passed and my agent had moved on to somewhere else and uh, I had turned 30 and, you know, that's kind of old in dancer years, old-ish. Um, and I wasn't in the same shape, obviously, that I was when I was performing professionally. So I went to a restaurant where a friend of a friend owned it and I was going to wait tables while I figured out what I wanted to be when I grew up. And he uh, hired me on the spot to be PR person for the restaurant with zero experience. I was always a good schmoozer on my own behalf, but I didn't realize that that would translate into a job. Mm -hmm. And so I started with the restaurant. And from there, I grew with a second restaurant and started working with Saturday Night Live parties. And um, actors started signing on. Martha Plimpton was one of my first actors. I met her at a Saturday Night Live party and she signed on. And that was almost 14 years ago. And and so completely self-taught and and branched out from there. And luckily, you know, I like it and hopefully I'm good at it. That's (laughs) That's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Um, Can you talk about the pandemic hitting just like the day Broadway shut down from a publicist point of view? We've talked to a lot of actors about what that day felt like, but did you have more of a inkling that it was coming? Cause I'm sure. Um, or I don't know. I mean, so my last like big night out was North Country opening because I have Mark Kudish and Kimber Lane Sprawl in that cast. So we had a big night that night and that was on March 5th. That was like a week, exactly seven days before the shutdown. <clears throat> and um, we ended up, you know, going to, and at that point they were saying stay six feet apart from each other. I mean, nobody was wearing masks or anything, but the whole thing had kind of started. And of course, there was no way to stay apart from each other inside the theater or at the party or any of that. Um, But I know we were all half joking, but also very concerned when we got into cabs and went into Westway Diner at one o'clock in the morning and no one was there but us. And we were kind of passing the ketchup bottle at the table in our elbows, you know, half joking, but not. Sure. Um, 
it, it, it and just the whole atmosphere seemed like, uh, okay, is this really going to happen or are we going to be okay here? You know, you had to like, it was like 50, 50 of being terrified or am I, you know, am I overreacting? Um, and I, I, I kept, I think I kept saying to myself, like, well, they can't really shut down. If they shut down, it's going to be a couple of weeks. Like, they can't, you know, we're going to, I didn't realize the severity of the virus for sure. Um, and I thought, you know, maybe we're going to all be out of work for a month tops, but there's no way in the history of the world that Broadway or anything else could shut down longer than that and cut to, you know, four and a half months later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was supposed to go see Montego's, Montego pops up again, um, closing night of her off-Broadway show, All the Natalie Portmans, on the 12th. Mm-hmm. And that was the day of the shutdown. And everybody shut down except for um, her show went on with their final performance that night. Oh, wow. um, I did not go. Mm-hmm. I, I had started freaking out at that point. It was like, I had to go to the grocery store. You know, I don't know. Like, I don't have food. I have to go buy enough, you know, hamburger meat, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, and Montego was very cool about it. It was like, yeah, I totally understand. I totally understand. Uh, but so that was, I mean, that was it. I, I really, I was still pitching people. I had people on retainer through... I mean, most everyone stayed on retainer through the end of June. I mean, you know, it, it was still always kind of a thing of, well, this isn't going to go on another month or this isn't going to go on another month. And there weren't, wasn't a whole lot being said about it as far as anything being canceled, so to speak, mm-hmm. or a new opening date. So we kind of went on as business as usual as much as we could. Sure. That's probably a bad answer, but it was the truth. Oh, yeah. No, it's very oh, that makes sense. We, were, we, always, we said... Where everyone was. <laughs> yeah, from that side. Yeah, I mean, I was in my 400-square-foot studio, at, which I have been sitting in for uh, four and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a very similar boat, my friend. A very similar boat. <laughs> I mean, what's with all these people with second homes and friends with empty beach yeah. houses? Now is when you, like, cars. really... Like, who are you? Look at I am. <laughs> Yeah, Kimberly's at her parents' beach house right now. To be fair, they're here too. It's not well, empty. see, there's a the trade-off though. And I right. love my parents. I talk to my mom on FaceTime like six times a day, but I cannot be sitting in in a house of any of right. any manner. I couldn't be on like the south of France in a house for four and a half months with other people, especially, you know, family. Um yeah. but, could, but could you spend four months in Tuesdays in the corner with Kevin. Kevin's corner, and that was a good segue, Brian. Thank you. I can't wait to sing it together in person one day because it's Uh, it hasn't gotten better. (laughs) So, welcome to Kevin's corner, where I have some zany questions for you, and today is based on your name. So, it's a either or situation with different leases. Okay. So, who would you rather go to lunch with? Lisa Kudrow of Friends fame or Lisa Marie Presley, daughter of Elvis and former wife of Michael Jackson? Oh, Lisa Marie Presley. Why? Uh, well, I didn't know there was going to be a follow-up question. <laughs> <laughs> I will take that as an answer because that was a very PR way to answer that. Um, <laughs> Dance a duet with Lisa Bonet of the Cosby Show fame 
or Lisa Ling, the CNN host and a previous co-host of The View? Oh, Lisa Bonet, for sure. Oh, she, yeah, she has the moves, for sure. Yeah, uh, and she's, like, married to Lenny Kravitz. Come on, that's, like, oh, yeah, he there's just a lot of cool factor there. there. <laughs> uh, who would you rather be handcuffed to for a day? Lisa Rinna, actress and TV personality, or Lisa Marie Varon, the retired professional wrestler and bodybuilder and WWE diva known as Victoria? <laughs> um, I, Lisa Rinna. I'm a Housewives fan. Oh, yeah, she would be fun. You could go shopping with her. Like, oh, that would be super great. Also, hello, Harry Hamlin. Oh, yeah. That's worth it. That's worth it. <laughs> Who would you rather jump on a trampoline with? Lisa Simpson from The Simpsons or Lisa Turtle from Saved by the Bell? Lisa Simpson. Yeah, she'd be way more fun to hang out with. Um, who would you rather give it all up with to move to the country and run a farm? Would you rather do that with Lisa Lampanelli, the comedian? Or Lisa Loeb, the singer of Stay, I Miss You? Lampanelli, for sure. Yeah, she'd be really funny. And then, who would you rather share a Ziploc, a Ziploc baggie of goldfish crackers with? <laughs> Lisa Leslie, WNBA MVP three times and four-time gold medalist? Or Lisa, oh lovely Lisa, who gave new meaning to the Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I would have picked the NBA star, but that is one of my favorite lines in Kiss Me Kate for obvious reasons. <laughs> and when they did Kiss Me Kate on Broadway last year, I was involved with it because of Warren Carlisle. And oh, yeah. every time I was singing in rehearsals, every time Will Chase sang that line, I just raised my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was a good production. And that's been Kevin's Corner. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Um, that was fun. Um, let's, let's, ride, let's ride the wave. Can we, should we play another game? Yeah. You know, I had a different name for this game, but now it's just going to be called Name Drop. that's a better name it can go on for ages um basically i have my deck of lights of broadway show cards and it's a trivia game so each show card has some trivia on the back i will randomly pick a card and i will read the first sentence of or i'll read like the did you know the little fun trivia questions, cool. and then you can all try and dig in to name drop who it is. Okay. Let's see. Do, do, do. I already know. Oh, yes, I can best. But these I'll did you knows are weird. Shows. So some shows, some people. Okay. Okay. Did you know? His first performance at the Hollywood Bowl at the age of eight in 2002 was as Winthrop opposite Kristen Chenoweth's Marion in The Music Man. Oh, it's, it's, he was on the show. What show? Our show? No. <laughs> he was definitely not. Is it? Oh, I was thinking of that redhead who was like 19. No, he was accepted to Columbia University, but postponed to finish his Book of Mormon contract. Ben Platt. Yes. Okay. 
Did you know? <laughs> oh, wait, that's funny. She reads the audiobook versions of the Sue Grafton Kinsey Milhone alphabetical series. I don't know what that means. That's her did you know? Yep, I've never heard of that. No. Where does Justin get all this information? I don't know. That's a great question. <laughs> that, that is the question here. All right, I'll read the first sentence. But I also, for a second, was like, who's Justin? All right. Notably created the Tony-winning role of Carlotta in Phantom of the Opera among her dozen Broadway Oh, friends. Judy Kay. Correct. Boom. Yay. Okay. Good for her being an audiobook situation on the side. I know. After appearing as a series regular on the CBS drama Cold Case, she returned to Broadway in Stick Fly in 2011. She recently played lesbian next door, Dr. Charlotte, in the revival of Falsettos. Oh, well, Tracy, Tracy Toms. Toms. Yeah. Oh. She's played lesbians. Hmm. She recently played a lesbian next door after also playing lesbian lawyer. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I, th- I think we have to call Squigs and just say we need to know where you're getting your information. <laughs> yeah, this is amazing. Who's curating the back of these cards? I love it. All right. Did you know she did every version of the 2000 musical Sushi from its very first workshop and readings to the Broadway Boston tryout to the original Broadway cast. Wait, what was the show? Susical. I don't, I have no idea. The other did you know, she's the only Avenue Q Broadway original cast member to originate her role on the West End. And Harada. Yeah. Wow. Who we saw, who was wonderful in Holiday Inn at Paper Mill. Yeah. But now I know Brian just wants to talk to her about Susical all day long. Hell yeah. Oh, this is a place. Did you know? Numerous events are held here throughout the year, including the Broadway Flea Market, Broadway Barks. Schubert Alley? Yeah. Boom. That's fun. I've had this Schubert Alley has a card? That's cool. Okay. All right. Did you know? He was reunited in 2011 with Hugh Jackman and Hugh Jackman back on Broadway after working with him in Oklahoma and London and on Broadway. Uh, uh, Warren Carlyle? Yeah. Uh, well, he's one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you know? Apropos to his turn in the acapella in transit. He took part in USC's premier vocal group, the SoCal Vocal. He also played Drew in the first incarnation of Rock of Ages. That's something I never would have guessed. Constantine? No. Oh, the first incarnation. After making an auspicious Broadway debut as the title role in Crybaby. Oh, J- Snyder. Snyder. I always forget he was Crybaby. Wow. He doesn't look like Johnny Depp. He also doesn't look no. like a crybaby. No, he looks like he works at the peach pit. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to kill me, but I call him peach pit because he oh. looks like he was on 90210. <laughs> That's amazing. 1,000%. Okay. Oh, these are all. Let's see. 
Did you know, as of opening night of the prom, he has, oh, this is sad now. He had four shows running concurrently on Broadway. Case Book of Mormon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on a roll. Truly. This game. Did you know he left Columbia University his senior year to originate Simba in the Lion King tour and finished his degree when he returned to New York for the color purple? <clears throat> Is that Jelani? No, older. He was Tony nominated in his debut as Harfoot. He's originated portrayals of real life men, Ray Charles, Haywood Patterson, Barry Gordy, and continues as UB Blake. Oh, Brandon Victor Dixon? Yeah. Oh. Yes. I didn't know he was in Lion King. I didn't know that either. Yeah. He's Simba on the tour. But now oh. we know. <laughs> okay, two shows and we're out. Okay. Did you know? Rehearsal scripts show her line was originally count before you start Louise instead of sing out Louise. Gypsy. Yeah. I, I can decide if it was Gypsy or if it was Mama Rose. Like, is it the character on the card or is it the show? It was the show. Got what it. a weird count before you start, Louise. I guess it's harder to teach a kid to come in on the wrong beat than to teach them to be quiet. It seems like it was a good edit. Yeah. But it was probably because the kid couldn't figure out how to not come in on time. That's right. <laughs> like, it was not for writing purposes. Okay, did you know? Despite its short run, this show has gone on to be one of the most performed shows in the country, thanks to licensing for regional community and school theater productions. I mean, that could be quite a few shows. What, yeah. I mean, any, any, anything else? You know, choreographer Kathleen Marshall's brother, Rob Marshall, was brought in as an uncredited director after the Boston tryout. Young, Young Frankenstein? Frankenstein? No. Oh, Susical. Brian, you were in this show. In I love that production. show. I love Susical. All right, that was name draft. Yay! Yay! Yay. I think well, we won. <laughs> that, yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> I did. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of our episode. Oh. Thank you so much for joining us. This was super fun. Um, well, thank you guys. Yeah, of course. Um, you can uh, you can find us on uh, uh, Spotify, iTunes, rate and review us there. Five uh, stars, please. please. Thank you. Um, you can also find us on social media at Broad Wasted. Join our Patreon, our Facebook group. Kevin runs that. It's super fun. Um, you can find Lisa on Instagram and Twitter. You can find you can find all of her. Um, stress over fsu games and uh and and all that kind of stuff so and where can we find you again on social media it's lisa goldberg pr um you can find her there or as kimberly always tells me just just search for them they'll come up just look for her name (laughs) um but uh we always end with a quote and this actually is from twitter um you posted a video that i've watched probably a hundred times um, the lady's improving, removing all doubt. She has hidden charms that are sure to come out. You're bound to discover the book's not her cover, so don't make a move you'll regret. No, I'm begging you, sir. No reneging on her. Don't give up on her yet. 
that's the ladies improving from the prom. I've watched that Beth Level video that you like got permission to post, like her last performance of that. So many times, it it brings chills to me every yeah. single time I watch it. It's spectacular. Yay! I'm so glad. Yeah, we, we love like, that show. Oh, good. Yeah, I mean, I love the show. I love Beth more than anything in the world. And, um, yeah, I can't watch it without crying, but mm. yeah, I mean, that thing blew up. It was crazy. And then, and then I had people actually coming at me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <I bet. laughs> um, but, oh, well. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, this was super fun. We really enjoyed having you and we really like talking about the other side of things that we like never talk about. So that was super cool. Um, but as we end every episode, we raise a glass and we say, Zoo-doo-wop. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.